Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 3. Next, we turned and went up along the road toward Bashan, and Og, king of Bashan, with his whole army, marched out to meet us in battle at Endry. The Lord said to me, Do not be afraid of him, for I have delivered him into your hands, along with his whole army and his land. Do to him what you did to Sion, the king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also gave into our hands Og, king of Bashan, with all of his army. We struck them down, leaving no survivors. At that time, we took all of his cities. There was not one of the sixty cities that we did not take from them. The whole region of Argob, Og's kingdom in Bashan. All of these cities were fortified with high walls, with gates and bars, and there were also a great many unwalled villages. We completely destroyed them, as we had done with Sion, king of Heshbon, destroying every city, men, women, and children. But all the livestock and the plunder from their cities we carried off for ourselves. So at that time, we took from these two kings of the Amorites the territory east of the Jordan, from the Arnon Gorge as far as Mount Hermon. Hermon is called Siron by the Sidonians, and the Amorites called it Sinir. We took all the towns on the plateau, and all Gilead, and all Bashan, as far as Selka and Edri, towns of Og's kingdom in Bashan. Og, king of Bashan, was the last of the Rephites. His bed was decorated with iron and was more than nine cubits long and four cubits wide. It's still in Reba of the Ammonites. Of the land that we took over that time, I gave the Reubenites and the Gadites the territory north of the Auror by the Arnon Gorge, including half of the hill country of Gilead, together with its towns. The rest of Gilead and also all of Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh. The whole region of Argob in Bashan used to be known as the land of the Rephites. Jer, descendant of Manasseh, took the whole region of Argob as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Makathites. It was named after him, so that to this day Bashan is called Havoth-Jair. And I gave Gilead to Makir. But to the Reubenites and the Gadites I gave the territory extending from Gilead to the Arnon Gorge, the middle of the gorge being the border, and out to the Jabbok River, which is the border of the Ammonites. Its western border was Jordan in the Arabah from Kinnereth to the Sea of Arabah, that is the Dead Sea, below the slopes of Pisgah. I commanded you at that time, the Lord your God has given you this land to take possession of it. But... All of your able-bodied men armed for battle must cross over ahead of the other Israelites. However, your wives and your children and your livestock, I know you have much livestock, may stay in the towns I've given you until the Lord gives rest to your fellow Israelites as he has to you, and they too have taken over the land that the Lord your God is giving them across the Jordan. After that, each of you may go back to the possession I've given you. At that time, I commanded Joshua... You have seen with your own eyes all that the Lord your God has done to these two kings. The Lord will do the same to all the kingdoms over there where you are going. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God will fight for you. 
At that time, I pleaded with the Lord, Sovereign Lord, you've begun to show to your servants your greatness and your strong hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do the deeds and mighty works that you do? Let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that fine hill country in Lebanon. But because of you, the Lord was angry with me and would not listen to me. That's enough, the Lord said. Do not speak to me any more about this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and look west and north and south and east. Look at the land with your own eyes, since you're not going to be able to cross this Jordan. But commission Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him. For he will lead this people across and will cause them to inherit the land that you will see. So we stayed in the valley near Beth Peor. And so Israel is fighting the battles in the area now of the Middle East that we call Jordan. The same basic territory where Jordan now exists is where these events were taking place. So in in verse 1, Next, we turned and went up along the road toward Bashan, once again in the area of modern Jordan. And Og, king of Bashan, with his whole army, marched out against us in battle at Edre. Now, this Og is a very well-known figure. He's mentioned frequently in Deuteronomy. He's mentioned frequently in Joshua. He's also mentioned in two of the Psalms that recount the Lord's victories over the enemies of Israel when they were taking the promised land. So Og was a, a fierce king. He had a huge territory consisting of over 60 walled cities. Walled cities were almost like separate nations. Towns and villages were, were something different if they didn't have walls. But walled cities were rare at that time, and Og had 60 walled cities. And so verse 2, the Lord said to me, do not be afraid of Og, for I have delivered him into your hands, along with his whole army and his land. Do to him what you did to Sion, the king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also gave into our hands Og, king of Bashan, and all of his army. We struck them down, leaving no survivors. At that time, we took all of his cities. There was not one of the sixty cities that we did not take from them, the whole region of Argob, Og's kingdom in Bashan. And so the Lord's idea of having given the land over to them was a spiritual transaction that still required the physical battle and the physical defeat of Og and his armies. And so the children of Israel, by faith, believed the word of the Lord that he had given their land over to the Israelites, and they went in and defeated this king and all of these walled cities and and, uh, took the territory. In verse 11, Og, king of Bashan, was the last of the Rephites. Now, just a word on this. There's a number of mentions in the Old Testament about these Rephites and other similar groups that are called giants. There's a lot of um, theologians that will try to minimize this and say, well, they weren't really giants. They were just ordinary people. But these were unusual beings. And so some believe that they were offspring of fallen angels and men, these Rephites. And so Og was the last of the Rephites. He was a a giant. And uh, it goes on to say his bed was decorated with iron and was more than nine cubits long and four cubits wide. And so first the iron. Iron at that time, remember, this is early Iron Age. 500 years later, 
in the time of uh, Saul and King David, only Saul and his son Jonathan had iron swords. And so iron was very rare. It was actually more rare than gold. And so for this bed to be decorated with iron or to be a bed of iron was something really noteworthy because, uh, as I said, it was pre-Iron Age. Iron was extremely rare. And so the bed itself, the Bible says it was more than nine cubits long and four cubits wide. How big is that? It's 13 six by six feet. Now, this by itself is not indicative of the size of, of Og. We don't have his personal measurements. But we know that he was a Rephite, and so he uh, uh, was a giant, and this bed was indicative of a very large man. And they still have the bed, it says in the scriptures. It's still in Reba of the Ammonites, and so it was kept as a battle trophy. Verse 12, of the land that we took over that time, I gave the Reubenites and the Gadites their territory north of Aror by the Arnon Gorge. Now, this was the tribe of Reuben and the tribe of Gad, who settled on the other side of the Jordan River, along with the tribe of Manasseh. So verse 13, we find out about Manasseh. The rest of Gilead and also all of Bashan, the king of Og, I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh. The whole region of Argob in Bashan used to be known as the land of the Rephites. And so the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and the tribe of Manasseh occupied the territory on uh, the other side of the Jordan River from Israel, and it was previously the land of giants, and they defeated these people, the indigenous people that were living there. In verse 21, Moses says, At that time I commanded Joshua, You have seen with your own eyes all that the Lord your God has done to these two kings. The Lord will do the same to all the kingdoms over where you're going. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will fight for you. And so Moses' counsel to Joshua was, remember these battles, remember the defeat of Og and and these other kings that we have encountered, and the Lord will do the same when you cross over the Jordan into the Holy Land itself. Then Moses gives a a little recap of his final appeal to the Lord, asking to be allowed to, to go into the promised land. He says he pleaded with the Lord, verse 24, Sovereign Lord, you have begun to show to your servants your greatness and your strong hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do the deeds and mighty works that you do? Let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that fine hill country and Lebanon. And friends, you can imagine the desire of Moses' heart after all these years was very strong to enter into the promised land victoriously with the people of God. But God responded in verse 26 and said, That's enough. Do not speak to me any more about this matter. Go to the top of Pisgah and look west and north and south and east. Look at the land with your own eyes, since you're not going to cross this Jordan. And so it was a decided fact. The Lord wasn't going to change his mind because of Aaron and Moses striking the rock in front of all the people as opposed to speaking to the rock as they'd been commanded to do. Uh, They were forbidden from entering the Holy Land itself at that time. But the Lord did allow him to go up graciously and see it. And um, I think this view from the top of Mount Pisgah was probably amplified spiritually by the Lord in a way that Moses could really appreciate the distant sights and the things he was seeing. In verse 28, the Lord instructed Moses to commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, for he will lead this people across and will cause them to inherit the land that you will see. 
And so the commissioning of Joshua is um, uh, is a very significant transaction that's taken place. It's recounted numerous times. The idea of encouraging him and strengthening him is a good um, reminder to all leaders who must raise up other leaders. And so, Lord, we thank you that Israel captured the 60 cities of Og. We thank you that this glorious victory is recounted in Psalm 135 and Psalm 136. Lord, this must have been a huge thing, beating these giants, especially after the 40 years in the wilderness when they came and and fought against these uh, fearsome adversaries. And Og, with his um, 13-foot iron bed, Lord, you know the counsel that you had given Moses, that you had um, given the kingdom of Og into the people's hands. And yet, Lord, they had to fight. Lord, we see this as a reminder that although you've given us many promises in the scriptures, we have to contend for those scriptures to be fulfilled in our lives. By faith, we have to apprehend them, just like the children of Israel had to apprehend the promised land by faith and to displace those opponents that were there in opposition to the will of God. Lord, help us to rise up and fulfill our prophetic destinies in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.